Hello and welcome back to the EOS podcast where we talk all things photography. Today we ask ourselves the question, how much does it cost to shoot medium format film? This is episode number three and this is the audio from a YouTube video that I just uploaded. You can find the link to this video in the description and uh, that's it. I'll leave you now with the episode. Enjoy and see you in the next one. Something funny that happened is uh, I tried to record this video last night. I sat down here and I was talking for, to the camera for 45 minutes just to realize that the camera had died 40 minutes ago. So uh, I really hope that this works this time because I don't want to record it a third time. The, the battery is full, but this camera doesn't have a flip out the screen or flip up or anything. So I can't see if it's recording, if, it's, uh, if, I, if, if I'm in frame or anything. So I can only just hope that everything is going to be okay this time. Anyway, let's talk about medium format. Uh, I think that we all know that shooting film comes uh, at a cost, literally. And the, the bigger the chunk of film that you're exposing every time, uh, the more expensive it gets. Some would say that that is a good thing about film. It costs you something to take an exposure. You're spending money every time you press the shutter. I think that that argument is a little bit silly and I think that film has a lot to offer besides the fact that it's gonna cost you something every time you take a photo. But going back to the point, how much does it cost to shoot medium format film? How much money are we talking about? I'm gonna be talking about my numbers, how much I spent on gear, how much I spent on the darkroom equipment, and how much I spend every time I shoot medium format film. I can only talk from my experience, a medium format film is like a big bucket where uh, we fit anything that is bigger than 35 and smaller than large format. So these numbers are gonna be, are gonna vary a lot depending on the camera that you use and the film that you use and everything. There are plenty of formats like 6x6 is the one that I shoot, 6x7, 6x45, 6x17. So depending on the format that you shoot, you're going to get more shots per, uh, per, per roll, less, uh, fewer shots per roll. That is going to affect your cost. The camera, of course, is going to affect the cost a lot. You can buy a Holga that is $25 or you can get a Hasselblad that is like $1,000. So as I said, I'm going to be talking about my case that it doesn't have to be the same for everyone. You can still shoot medium format film for cheaper or for much more expensive. So about camera gear, you all know my Bronica, you know how much I love this thing. This is the Bronica SQAI. I bought it a little bit over a year ago and I paid 400 US dollars for this camera. It came with a prism viewfinder, not this one. I had to buy this one. It was a hundred bucks. I bought an extra film back. I have it here. It came with this uh, pouch that I don't even know if uh, it's still available for sale. It's uh, from Lowepro. I don't know if they have it for sale, but it's very convenient and I, I'm pretty happy that it came with it. Anyway, so I, that uh, was another hundred bucks. And then I bought uh, this lens too, the 150. This is the, it came with the 80 millimeter lens that that is like a 40, 45 equivalent in 35. And this is 150. That is what? 80, 85 millimeter equivalent in 35. So those are the two lenses that I have right now. At the time I had another two. I had the 50 millimeters. It was wider. It was like a 28 in 35. And I had the two 50 millimeter that it was like a 130 or something like that. But um, it was a very heavy system. I decided to, to scale down. And right now this is all I have. 
plus of course the spare film back, uh, two lenses, one camera, and that's all I use. So I paid a hundred, a hundred, a hundred for seven hundred bucks for the the my camera, my current camera system. If you go to eBay right now today, you're not gonna find these prices. Prices have gone up a little bit. I don't. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's because the stock of Bronicas is uh, I don't know declining, and there are fewer Bronicas available. Available, or maybe there is more demand because people shoot more film. Whatever the case is, uh, right now it's a little bit more expensive. So expect to if you're if you were to buy this system today, expect to spend much more than seven hundred dollars. As I said, there are plenty of cameras out there. You can go for a Kiev that is uh, slightly cheaper, or you can go for a Hasselblad if you have more money. They, they are more expensive. Now that we have the camera, you're gonna need a film home development kit. You need a darkroom equipment to develop your film at home. You can send it to a lab, but that would, that would increase the cost of shooting film a lot, a lot. I really, really recommend you to do it at home because you're gonna save a lot of money and you can learn and you can experiment with different techniques when it comes to developing too. I uploaded a video a few weeks ago about how I set up my new darkroom here. Uh, I'm gonna leave the link around here, but to keep it short and sweet, I'm gonna say that I, I spent 300 euros here to, for everything I need. I spent $300 in the US at the time, so it's pretty much the same price. It's uh, 100 bucks for things like the tank, for the thermometer, for the reel and all that kind of stuff that you're gonna need and 200 bucks more or less for the scanner. You can go cheaper or you can go much more expensive. So once again, it depends on you, on your needs, but expect to spend at least 300 bucks. So those two things, the camera gear and the darkroom equipment, those are the two big initial investments that you have to make if you wanna shoot medium format film. You need a camera system and you need something to develop the film that you're gonna shoot. And now we're gonna talk about the stuff that you're gonna have to keep buying over time if you wanna keep shooting medium format film. We're talking, of course, about film and about the chemicals. Chemicals. I use Ilfotech HC as a developer. If this is your first time, if you are starting from scratch and you don't know anything about developers or any other kind of chemicals, I would recommend you this, uh, this one. I like it. I've used uh, Kodak D76 and Rodinal in the past and HC has given me the best results and it's pretty easy to use and to make. So yeah, I would say go for that one if you are in the market for a developer. I do not use a stop bath. And for a fixer, I use Ilfor Rapid Fixer. Uh, then I use PhotoFlow, but that thing lasts forever. I think that after shooting 220 rolls of 120 film, I still had half a bottle left and it's very cheap. So yeah, once again, and for the sake of keeping this video short, I'm just gonna say that developing film at home for me, it's about one euro per roll. Don't forget that unless you are planning on throwing away your film after scanning it, you're gonna need archival sleeves and binders to keep the film safely stored for years to come. That adds a few cents to the cost per roll, but we're keeping it simple here, so let's just forget about it. The next thing you're gonna need, a very, very important thing, is a film. I use HP5. I buy it for four uh, euros and 80 cents, pretty much the same price that I was paying in the US, but in dollars. Uh, here you can go cheaper or more expensive as well. Uh, FP4 is another film from Ilfor and it's pretty much the same price as uh, HP5. The difference is just the, the, the speed of the, of the film. 
or you have more expensive uh, film stocks like the oh, uh, once again from Milford Delta 3200 this is like 7 euros or 750 something like that or even more exp expensive film we have Fuji Acros this uh, used to be 5 bucks per roll too but now they are not selling it anymore so I think that it's going for 12 and it's only gonna get more expensive from here uh, so yeah there is still a lot of film stocks out there and the cost per roll is gonna affect a lot the total cost that you're gonna end up paying a year for shooting medium format film so I shoot most of the time I shoot HP5 as I said I pay 480 for each roll it cost me one euro to develop that role and let's just round it up to uh, six euros because I have to pay shipping for that role but I, I buy them like 20 by 20 so it's not a lot per role but also we have to add the binder and stuff let's say six euros per role that's more or less 50 cents per foot and that is rather expensive during the last 12 months I shot 225 rolls of film and that cost me 13.50 so yeah 1350 dollars that's a lot of money i'm not gonna say it but i could say i could buy a decent camera digital camera every year with that money even better in my opinion that money could go towards accommodation or transportation for a photography trip somewhere so is it even worth it why do i shoot medium format film if it's so expensive you see i don't really like shooting 35 millimeters in my opinion and this is just my opinion it gives you the pretty much the same experience that you can get from shooting a digital camera like this you see it's the same form factor and i know I, I i'm aware of the differences between these two cameras this is a digital sensor you are never gonna get the same look that you get here although you can work it out on the computer a little bit but this is a different experience but in my opinion not different enough to justify uh, the the pain and the, the the effort that it takes to to shoot 35 to develop them and to scan them because they are a lot of photos they are 24 to 36 exposures per film that's a lot of photos that's why i use this digital camera for as my casual camera my snapshot camera or for, for all my experimentation instead of uh, shooting film i could say even more if i'm honest and i think why why do i shoot film it costs me money that i could be spending somewhere else it's not giving me much better results than digital it's cumbersome it takes time and effort um, my head tells me i like the look of film i like the grain i like the medium format look the medium format look is a look that you can't get with 35 or with a digital camera just because of the sheer size of the of the film look this is the six by six sensor and this is the digital APS-C sensor so the difference in size is huge let's be honest I think I got to a point where I learned enough Lightroom and Photoshop I worked really hard I spent a lot of hours in front of the computer but now I've developed some techniques uh, to emulate film that go that they go beyond just a film this the film slider or the grain slider sorry and things like that and i think i could show you guys two images one film one digital and you couldn't be able to tell me which one is really digital and which one is really film this is not gonna work for every case of course because black and white films is still far superior to digital in the way it treats the tones and the grays but my images are very contrasty they have a lot of deep blacks and a lot of uh, 
brighter whites so it's not a big deal for me and maybe if you print them really big maybe you could tell but in the size that I print them and I think that you can see that one they are six by six inches I, 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 I would bet you anything that you, no one would be able to tell a detailed uh, photo from a film photo developing film I wish someone else did it for me scanning film I wish someone else did it for me waiting a few days for the photos well, I don't really mind about that. Spending money on film or chemicals? Well, I'd rather spend that money somewhere else or keep it in my bank account, to be honest. There is only one reason, but it's a big reason why I should film, why I should medium format film, and it's this. I bought this camera after months of trying 35mm. I, I had given up on film because it was not an experience for me. At that time, I started shooting a square with my digital camera. I was cropping all my photos and I loved the square format. So um, I wanted to give film another try, the last one, and this was the perfect camera. I saw it on the internet. I was like, oh, look, a cheap Hasselblad, only 400 bucks. It shoots a square, the format that I'm trying to to, to, to work with now too. So I bought it, I got it, I was laugh at first sight. This camera gives me an experience of shooting that no digital camera or 35 millimeter camera can give me. Well, I know that there are some digital cameras like this one, but they are like 50,000 euros, something like that, so I can't afford them. This viewfinder, it makes me feel like a freaking artist every time I compose an image. And if you combine it with, uh, with an orange or red filter, that's just like every time I look through the viewfinder, I know it inspires me, it pushes me to go out, it makes me a better photographer, it makes me a better artist. And that's why I love shooting film and why I love shooting medium format film, only because of this. So yeah, that was my little rant that has nothing to do with the topic of the video. But I think it's very important to talk about this. I didn't just want to simply give you a number. It's going to be 50 cents per photo, $1,000 initial investment, and then it's going to take you a little bit of time to develop and scan the photos. Because you might say, boof, that's a lot of work. I don't want to go through all of that because I can take the same photos or similar photos with my 35 millimeter camera, with my digital camera, and you could be missing out big time. You don't have to like this camera, you might love TLRs. You don't have to like medium format at all. If you're happy with 35, please, by all means, stay there. But if you're considering shooting medium format films seriously, take everything in account. Take the cost of it is not cheap, but also know that the experience of shooting medium format film is very different from everything that you are, you are used to if you come from a 35 millimeter camera or a digital camera. And it might surprise you in a good way or a bad way. So the only way to know is probably just trying it. Anyway, I hope the camera is still recording. I don't know if this video is gonna be short or long, but thank you so much for watching. If you have any questions, please leave a comment down below and see you soon in the next one.